0: Have you heard about the guys over at Chinook Seedery? They're the only sunflower seed company that is taking the time to connect with college athletes and trying to help them build their brand. They have eight flavors from mild to wild with way less salt and no sandpaper tone. So check them out today over at ChinookSeedery.com.
1: everybody you know what time it is it's time for the in off the bench podcast i am daniel ball and i'm joined as always by my co-host my partner in crime my brother from another mother jim cross and jim we got episode 21 coming at you titled journey to the top because our star guest tonight is working that journey to the top that is lsu volleyball star journey robinson we're gonna get her story we're gonna to talk to her a little bit about what the season has brought to her so far we're gonna get the expectations what they're looking forward to we're gonna capture it all man and i don't want to waste any time so help me get right to it help me welcome onto the show with the biggest interview in podcasting this week our friend lsu volleyball star journey robinson
0: journey welcome to the show how are we doing tonight
2: i'm good how are y'all
0: doing great anytime we have a tiger on here we are doing phenomenal especially one that's the caliber athlete as you so before we get into your story before we talk all things lsu we would like to break the ice and so i ask you right off the top if you were to have your own talk show and Mm -hmm. you were able to pick any celebrity guest to be your first guest who you bring in on your show
2: hmm well obviously had to be like a lsu athlete so probably like Shaq. i would say maybe
0: solid Shaq is pure entertainment i like that all right if you had to there's no options they're pushing you on the stage you got to sing karaoke you may be somebody who likes to sing karaoke i don't i can't sing but if i had to you know there's certain songs i might go to what would be your go-to song if you had to sing karaoke
2: Okay, so we have like different genres. If I'm like in the mood to like actually sing, I'm singing Tennessee Whiskey. But oh. if like I'm doing rap, I'm doing like Fish Scale by YoungBoy.
0: So, okay. Can you can can you flow like Fly J. Johnson? <laughs> God no. Man, she she really. it, if she couldn't play basketball, she'd be just fine. That yeah. Girl, she's actually on like bottom.
2: a TV show called The Rap Game, I think. So,
0: yeah, she's, she's done set the bar over there for LSU athletes if y'all want yeah. get, to get into the music industry. <laughs> All right, so growing up, you always got that. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she said it didn't mean you had to play it. Don't nobody want to sing Tennessee whiskey? That is go. an interesting answer
1: though. We're going to be serenaded by the sweet sounds of Journey Robinson.
2: Oh, we're going to sing now?
0: No, no, <laughs> nah, so That's where did... we draw the line, right there. <laughs> she, she, what if she just killed it though? Then you'd be like, "Well, dang, we just opened I feel up like a whole she nother... could."
2: I feel oh, like God, I might make people's ears bleed.
0: I don't know. Nah, I'm sorry. that's that's
1: where Jim is, was talking about the editing part. He make you sound like T-Pain, just, just <laughs> auto-tune, just sounding good.
0: Well, he must have he must have really been feeling that song, Jeremy, because he don't do country. And so for him to even play it on this show, he, he went to great lengths right there. Yeah, but, I don't
2: even like country like that. That's just like the one or two songs that I have in my playlist. It's actually like good.
1: The the last time I played a, a song that I didn't know, at least I knew like the lyrics of that song weren't gonna come out the gate hot. The other song the lyrics might have came out the gate hot so I had to I had to pick and choose the one that I thought, you know, would be the easiest way so that that's why Tennessee whiskey. was.
0: Do, do you know any words to Tennessee whiskey Daniel other than Tennessee whiskey. When I so I didn't even know who sang it, I do now, but I didn't even know <laughs> I, I don't I still don't.
2: I actually don't either. So. Uh, <laughs> Chris,
0: <laughs> so Chris, Chris Stapleton. There you go all right or or at least that's the version that pulled up uh, whether he's that's what I
2: listen to yeah all right
0: all right so growing up everybody has that celebrity crush journey who was yours
2: Hmm. celebrity crush um honestly I don't think I had one I pretty just pretty much just watched Disney Channel growing up because my parents didn't really want me to watch like grown movies with like I don't know, like Michael B. Jordan, like Angelie Jolie, in there. So, like, yeah, I would just say Disney Channel. Maybe, I don't know, any good-looking person on Disney Channel, or not person, any good-looking guy on Disney Channel. Yeah.
0: I don't. I don't know. A name like I i know years back when my daughter, you're you're too too old, bro. No, actually, no, you're too old, bro. She's only a year older than my daughter, so my comment was actually gonna go. So, you so it could be Zach Efron, high school musical, bro. That's that's, that's
1: Hmm. too old, bro.
0: No, (laughs) all right. Last one. This is this is this is the money icebreaker question Who is your favorite athlete all time?
2: It would have to be Michael, Michael Jordan. I feel like that's everybody's like favorite athlete, but I also don't really watch sports like that. So it's I know him off of like shoes and like what he's done, or maybe well, actually, sorry, Gronk. I love Gronk.
0: Ah, uh-huh. well, so. uh, before before I touch on Gronk, do you do you own some Jays since you you made the reference? <laughs> oh <laughs> you got to get you got <laughs> to
2: get some growing up
0: uh ah, well we're we gonna work on it next time i'm down there well they, they ain't got any cheaper just so you know but 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 hey with nil and lsu i happen to know a couple different sponsors who could take care of journey so we're gonna get we're gonna get her some jays you just you All just right. wait oh, okay and then as far as gronk yeah. i mean if that's, that's the fun- case i need some jays too <laughs> you're, you, unfortunate unfortunately you're not doing big things for LSU Daniel other than interviewing the big time athletes. I mean, they never asked. So <laughs> As far as Gronk, that's a that's a solid answer. Who doesn't love Gronk?
2: Yeah. My favorite thing was when he um dented the Super Bowl trophy, playing <laughs> baseball with it. That was the funniest part.
1: They did They did a lot of things here in Tampa Bay with that Super Bowl yeah. trophy. <laughs> so, just you know, you, you never know what you're going to get with him and you know, to me, it seems like Tom Brady is that friend that, you know, will just follow whatever crazy thing that the other guys are doing, because he, he sure was acting a fool too. So, but journey, let's get to you. Let's start off, you know, real easy. Tell me a little bit about hometown. Where are you from?
2: So I'm from Simpsonville, South Carolina. And I wouldn't say it's like a small town, but like, there's just not really that much to do around there. It was either you play sports or you're a narc. And growing up, my mom and my, and my dad were just like, you have to play a sport. You're too tall to not play a sport. But I honestly did not want to play a sport. I just, I wanted to do tumbling because that's what I always like to do. And so then someone randomly came to my mom and was like, oh, she should try out volleyball. And I mean, I liked it at first, but I was like, I just want to stick to tumbling. But my mom was just like, well, it's getting too expensive to do both. So that I just stuck with volleyball. And yeah, uh, I played in South Carolina from my 12th year to my 16th year. And then I played in Atlanta. So we drove two and a half hours for four times a week just to play volleyball there
1: so let me let me stop you so you you talk about mom you got mm-hmm. brothers sisters mom dad everybody in in the mix
2: yeah I have an older brother and older sister um my older brother he played at Methodist University played football and lacrosse there and then my sister decided not to go to college
1: oh how, how much older what, what's the age difference
2: um nine years and six years okay. so
1: yeah what what's the who is six years your brother or your sister My sister. So let me ask this. So I just I'm always curious, always ask you know the athletes coming on, especially Mm -hmm. when they have siblings. So I just you know I have a six year old. Well, she's about to be six and a four month old. So they're gonna be relatively six years apart. Is that a good age difference? Is that like an age difference where you kind of have a like really tight relationship or it's just kind of like, eh, it, it comes and goes, there's love, you know, but it's just, it's not as tight as it would be if you were a lot closer in age.
2: I would say when you're like, when I was younger and when she was like 12, it was very close, but also my mom used to love to dress us up in the same outfits, even though we did not like that. And we had, like, more things to connect us with. Like, we had Nintendos and we so we played, like, Just Dance and stuff like that. So then that really connected us. But then I would say, like, by the time she turned maybe 15, 16, you know, that's when she's actually going into, like, puberty and stuff. And I'm still, like, eight years old, six years or whatever. So, like,
0: She was too couldn't... good. She was too yeah. cool for school. I mean, I, yeah, I get really it. Yeah, we
2: didn't connect at that point. So and i mean i do still talk to my sister now but only because i'm so far away but when i was at home i really talked to her but that was also because of her job too I like so.
0: how she said only because like she sports <laughs> into this relationship <laughs> well so. i mean like
2: once like once the we stopped making games and the nintendo stopped making games we just kind of stopped playing with each other and
0: well you know. maybe you'll be like because my sister's uh eight years older than me We were never close growing up, but now that we're older and got kids and everything, um, she's someone I talk to about and get advice, especially when it comes to, you know, marriage and parenting and everything else. So, you know, maybe it's one of those things that maybe it wasn't younger, but as you get older, it'll start to to block. Yeah,
2: Yeah, as I got older, I started to get my own opinion as well. (laughs) So our opinions just didn't,
0: didn't go together anymore. I feel, I feel, I feel the animosity through the computer, Daniel.
1: <laughs> I mean, she, you know, it, it, it'll get
0: better. Well, we're going to have better. to move to volleyball quick. I know. Well, that's where we're at, but we're in high school. So you,
1: you started mentioning, you, you gave up tumbling, you started playing volleyball, but, you know, obviously that transition from probably club volleyball into high school volleyball and, you know, um, what high school did you go to? I went
2: to Malden High School and that was technically like we called that a volleyball school. Like our basket, not basketball. Well yeah, basketball too. And our football team was not the best in the region, but we were known for like having the best like volleyball players there. We just never really won a state championship. So then when I went there I played a different position but then they moved me to another one when someone got hurt. And so sadly we lost um in the third round, I think my freshman year, or second round. And then ever since then, we were second round demons until my senior year. And then we finally won the state championship.
1: Yeah, so at Molden, you led the team in 2022, a state title. You were the best player in South Carolina by Max Prep. You were a two-time 5A All-State selection by South Carolina Coaches Association. You were the 2021 5A Regional Player of the Year you were named to the USA Volleyball roster. You played club for A5 Volleyball. So, you know, all of those accolades, all those accomplishments, take me through, you know, starting with like, you know, what was the level of competition? You, you mentioned that Mallin was a volleyball school, but mm-hmm. in the area on a day-to-day basis, are the other schools in the area volleyball schools, are you playing like the best of the best, or is this kind of an area where, just trying to get an idea, like, what's the comp like, you know, to make it to a regional or a state championship?
2: So there was another school called Dorman, and that was also known as, like, a volleyball and a football school. So it was always, like, because we had, like, so since it's, like, Simpsonville and then it's Malden, but I went to Malden High School. And how it was is that, like, Hillcrest High went was in Simpsonville and then Malden was obviously in Malden High School. And so... They were rivals, like school rivals, like everything else except for volleyball, because the volleyball there just wasn't up to par with Malden. They were still good, but it just wasn't.
1: Were you an outcast being from Simpsonville and going to Malden? or No,
2: but I only had like four friends that came from like Hillcrest Middle School to Malden High School. So everybody else went from Malden Middle to Malden High, like Malden Elementary, Malden Middle, Malden, like they all went through the three Maldens, and so yeah
1: you was just like bump y'all i'm going to the volleyball school
2: Peace. yeah that's honestly how it was everybody asked me why i went to mal i was like because the volleyball's better sorry so,
1: when i got a when i got a championship ring y'all know why just wait.
2: <laughs> yeah and so like yeah so i would say like Dorman would be the school that actually had like it was always like a good battle between us. People stopped really going to the Hillcrest or Smallden volleyball game because we knew who was gonna win, obviously. But like, yeah, and then Woodmont, I would say they started getting better. But yeah, it was pretty much just dormant the whole time.
1: So you, you played A5 for club volleyball. What was, um? what did you enjoy more, high school or club ball? Because I know that you know when you go to club, there's a high level of expectation pressure Um, but you know, some, some athletes come on and go, like it was being at a a baseball school or a football school, or in your case, a volleyball school, like the expectations are really high to, to do X, Y, and Z. So which one did you have more fun with?
2: Hmm. I would say club volleyball, just cause all the terms. So (laughs) my 17th year. We decided to watch, uh, I don't know if y'all know this show, Bad Girls Club, at a random tournament. We just randomly started to watch it. We're all in the room. And so after that, we just all started fighting each other at tournaments. And that was probably the funniest thing we did. Not like a real fight. It was just like we would spill water on each other accidentally. Did and your parents a-
0: know you were watching something other than Disney? <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm 17 at the time, so they weren't in the room. I know, but it sounded
0: like you couldn't watch anything you wanted till you got away from home. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, I
2: mean, they Bad Girls Club wasn't the best show to watch, but they didn't know. They probably know if they They know
0: now when we when we (laughs)
2: released it. (laughs) Yeah. All I I
0: know is when when A5 stepped on
1: the court, other folks knew the Bad Girls Club was coming. (laughs) (laughs) It was coming
2: even though they might they might fight
1: themselves but they're coming so all right in this whole process high school and club at what point does school start pursuing you and and make you go well I I can play at the next level
2: um I would say maybe when I was 14 but I was still like I was in a different position at that time and let me see. Yeah, 14, I got like my first like actual like little letter thing and that made my parents really excited and then I randomly switched to a, to the outside position at a tournament. And so that's when I finally started to get more letters and I was like maybe I actually do want to play in college like maybe this actually isn't just for fun anymore I could actually put a little bit of work in and start playing hard so yeah.
1: Alright, so then, ultimately, how do you end up at LSU.
2: Just from, so I played at A5 for only two years. So I got like all my, my recruiting and stuff at, in South Carolina at a small club in Access that's sadly not around anymore. But, so they really helped me out like with the recruiting process. And then it all just came down to like, did I like the culture here? I love having my own bathroom and my own washer and dryer. So that really came into help with it. So yeah. That's what really brought me here. And then, like, the coaching staff, because I committed under Fran. And so once I found out she was gone, I was like, hmm, should I stay? But then, like, Tanya came, and she's from Texas, and they were recruiting me. And then Jill came from Ohio State, and then they brought along Kevin and Ashley Shook. So all those people together just really made me be like, this is the school I want to go to.
0: Well, I may be a biased LSU and louisiana person but you made the right decision to stick with your commitment obviously and in my, in my personal belief but you know you talked about you know the culture you know was it a culture shock coming from south carolina to baton rouge because i mean louisiana is a really different place than, than most places in the country so for you was it a culture shocker um was it similar to where you came from
2: not really similar or culture shock, but everybody loves Clemson or South Carolina. Every single day, you will see somebody in South Carolina colors or Clemson colors. So, it's just like I already knew that, like, Louisiana State was just – or LSU, sorry. or It's the same thing. It is Louisiana State. <laughs> it's the same thing. But, yeah, it's just like coming into LSU, I already knew it was going to be like that. But when I came to a football game, I was like, wow. Like, every, like at Clemson, you have some people wearing – South Carolina colors, and then you have some people wearing Clemson colors. You come here, you, like, against the Arkansas game, there was barely anybody wearing their red color. So, yeah.
0: Gotcha. So, got to know, you know, before we get into the volleyball stuff, um, with you being there as long as you've been there now, my first question is, have you had Blue Store Chicken, the wings yet? Because they're my favorite.
2: Blue Store Chicken?
0: Yeah. The wings? You ain't had them yet? You've been there I way too long. I don't
2: have a car. Oh. I use my feet to go everywhere. So all right. So
0: when I come there, we gotta get you hooked up with some Jays and we've got to get you some wings. When when we asked the uh, Luke Holman, um, who just transferred there from Alabama, he'd only been there two weeks. I asked him, he said on the third day his roommate took him to get some. It's it's the <laughs> best chicken wings in the country. I'll stand by him. Well, since you don't have a car, I don't know about this next question. Cause I was gonna ask, you know do you have a spot that you go to get some of that good Cajun food yet? But oh Journey, I'm gonna have to come help you out. I've been I've been watching you work way too hard on that volleyball court to not be getting some of that good food. Daniel, this is this, you know, my this parents, hurts my heart. They
2: said after the first semester, I'll get a car, but I was already here in the summer and that was already a first like the little quarter of it. So I should already have a car by now, but they don't. Be all behind. right,
0: so to our sponsors listening, Truvy Athletic Collection, even <laughs> the Bell Smith who does Mississippi State, Chinook Cedary, all of y'all, look, we we need to get Journey taken care of. All right, this is this is not okay with me at all, and we're going to take care of them shoes, but we're going to get into volleyball. We're going to get you taken care of. them. I need some shoes too, Daniel. I'll get you some um some from Pay. Does Payless still around? Does it exist? man I'll rock them things so hard. <laughs> going go over the shoe carnivals <laughs> there, <you speech>. <laughs> there you go. All right, so to start the season journey you wasted no time literally. you put the nation on notice um back to back matches against UCLA you had 23 kills in each of them you know you said something about Jordan earlier you like 23. clearly um you know, how were you able to have such a hot start right out the gate?
2: um honestly I was just like just go do you I mean what's really the worst that can happen like you get blocked like big deal that's volleyball at the end of the day so yeah I just went out there and I was like as long as I give 100% I'm gonna be proud of myself my parents will be proud of me so yeah
0: where do you get you know I'm hearing it as you talk about it I watched you play there's no if they didn't like reiterate it in the broadcast that you were a freshman I wouldn't know it because you play with an edge and a confidence that you just don't see from freshmen. I mean, where does that come from?
2: Um, I would just say probably club volleyball. Like during club, you're you're talking, you're talking junks to each other, you're looking each other up and down at the net. Like, so learning that from and seeing that from other players, like uh Jenna Gabriel, I believe, from Texas, if that's her last name. She like she was a little small setter, but she had the biggest confidence in the world. So watching her play, I was like, I'm not that big of an outside, but I'm big enough that where my swing can back me up. So
0: and your swing can back you up. I mean, you I've watched you put it off another girl's face. Uh, Let me ask I was going to I was going to ask this to Reagan Rutherford, but I'm going to ask it to you, you know, because I've seen her do it, too. Like, do you feel any remorse when you spike a girl, uh, spike a ball off a girl's face?
2: Uh, I used to.
0: Now, <laughs> Not now just, we in college?
2: <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just like, I'll say, like, are you okay? And if they don't say yeah, I'm like, well.
0: Do Do better. Start, start do better. I mean, Hold Daniel, up. some of these, there's nothing they can do to do better. When she gets up there and hammers this thing, like the reaction time, that's why anybody who's never – TV doesn't do it justice. Journey, the first time I went two years ago and I watched Kentucky versus Ole Miss uh, in person, I realized, like, oh, my God, these girls would murder me with these volleyballs. I'd be bruised (laughs) head to toe. I wouldn't be able to react in time. Even in my prime, I'm not even talking about because I'm older now, like, that ball's coming in so fast. Um, And, you know, speaking of Kentucky, watch you ladies in the last matchup, you know, first set – Y'all come back from a big deficit. You really are the one that put them on your shoulders. The, the broadcast talked about it, and that was when they talked about, it. um, you know, just, just put it up there and let Journey um, take care of business. I mean, that that was basically what they were saying, and you did. But then second set, our two-time guest, Johnny Taylor started giving your team problems. Um, You know, first, I feel like you're somebody who would have mutual respect for another athlete. Like, just how good is she? Because I'm watching her, and, you know, one of the things on her when we first had her on is, you know, she's undersized and can she play the position? And then she's just this freak athlete who, who can, you know, block everything, hammer down everything. Like just how good was she playing against her?
2: She's honestly playing really well. I, right? same thing. Like she's undersized. She has a hammer. So, you know, you just got to res- like, those small players who can get up and you know that they can get up, you've got to respect them and you got to be on the whole time. And we just kind of took our foot off the gas and yeah, we just let them catch up a little bit, but yeah, she's a, Really good player, and I have so much respect for her, especially because she's older. So, yeah, can learn we can learn a lot from that game.
0: You need to do like she did, Daniel. She needs to take the – so she came on two years ago, and eight games into the season said that they were going to win – A national championship, first one for Kentucky, and they were gonna do it beating number one Texas. Well, I don't know if you know how that year played out. They won that championship and they beat Texas. She literally called her shot. So you need to like say right now, but like we're gonna win it all and we're gonna beat, you know what? I don't I'm not a big fan of Nebraska.
2: And yeah, we're gonna win it all, be number one in SEC, and I'm gonna lead the tournament in
0: kills. There you go. Do it beating Nebraska since they since they got ninety two thousand people and they're the they're the hot trending thing right now, which shout out to them. Hey man, they got ninety two thousand people there. I'm not even being a hater, but since they're the trendy thing, yeah, that that's the one to beat. But you know, obviously playing a team like uh like Kentucky in Lexington, they um you know very veteran heavy. You know your team's a lot younger. Um, you know what do you take away from that match? Because like you said, um y'all kind of lost it, but I mean there were times where y'all clearly look like the better team but then just couldn't stay consistent in the third and fourth set so like you know what do you take away from that what is what does the coach's message say okay we just showed that you know in SEC play we could play with a top 25 team in their house um, but we got to be more consistent and you know do it through all five sets
2: yeah exactly what you said honestly like it just shows us that we can play at that level we just have to work hard and just stay consistent throughout the whole thing instead of staying consistent for only two sets, you know? So.
0: Yeah. It's just like any other sport. Like it's one of those things that if you, you know, you said take your foot off the gas, but even just a couple mistakes and the thing can kind of get sideways real quick. You know, it could be, a, it could be a tie, tie match. And the next thing you know, you're down five, six, and and it's a really hard deficit to make up. Um, but, you know, for you on the season, I mean, it's ridiculous stats. Uh I mean, journey. I can't believe it when I read it, I had, like double take 172 kills already, 52 digs. So, I mean, absolutely solid start. Like, have you met your expectations? Obviously, I know winning hasn't came enough. Y'all have got back-to-back losses. Y'all do have some good wins. But I know you're not winning as much. But from a personal expectation, like as a freshman, are you meeting – You know, I see you giving 100% effort. So I know you got to be happy with your effort. But like when you, when I read off stats like that, do you feel good about what you're being able to produce for your team?
2: I feel good, but I also feel like that I can push myself a little bit harder. I can get 200 kills instead of getting 172 and like 40 errors, you know? And I, my parents always tell me that I'm a perfectionist, but it's just like if I know I can do better, that's what kind of makes me frustrated. So yeah, I think I can do a lot better. I am happy with the stats. I'm
0: not satisfied. I'm down with that answer. All right, well, last one, and I will uh, I will let Daniel play a game with you. So one of the things I like to ask, you know, the, the younger um, athletes, especially freshmen, you know, there's always that mentor on the team. There's always that girl that's a veteran that really pours in, helps, um, you know, bridge that gap, teach them things, even if it's, you know, even if you're maybe possibly better than them. But, like, who's – Who's someone who's poured into you and helped you through this journey so far?
2: Honestly, all of the upperclassmen. Like we have Maddie Martin who hel- who has helped us like mental health-wise and like just being there for like a shoulder to cry on if you need to. And you have like Sine, Anita, Aliyah, Sam, Paige, like all of those girls there who are just there. If you need someone to talk to you, if you need someone to be like, hey, did I did you see what I did on that? Did I make a mistake? Like, why'd that ball go flying to my right when I stepped and closed? So it's just like Anyone who is there to or even like the freshman, even like anyone who is there to help will help you out here. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And I like that you started with Madison Martin. You know, she's a guest. So shout out to her and especially um, helping y'all, you know, with, with any issues you may have. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. All right, Journey, it's time
1: for this or that. This is a game that is sweeping across the nation. 300 athletes have played this game and you are no exception to the rule. You have to play. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right, so it's very simple. This or that. Give you two options, you choose one option or the other. Can't say both, can't say neither. Be decisive, go with your heart, and pick the first one that, that just pulls to you. Got it. All right, first question. Food in Louisiana, which is better? Food in
0: Louisiana or food in South Carolina? You may not be able to answer that. I never would have thought when I put that question in there. Shame ain't been out and about.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to say food in South Carolina. Just because I don't have a car and I've only gone to like Chick-fil-A and Chipotle and stuff
0: like that. So yeah.
1: You're the only person I mean. in America that picked South Carolina food over <laughs> Louisiana food.
0: It ain't her fault. Like I, I like I, I kinda wanna get in my car and go down there tomorrow and like pick up some wings and drop them by. You know whose fault this is? This my is
2: parents. your
0: friend. This no, this is your friend's fault.
2: My parents' fault for not no, getting it, sure,
0: it it don't
1: matter. There's this thing called Uber, and they'll <laughs> Uber, bring it to you. It's it's, fa- it's it's fascinating. They'll bring it right to you. I just
2: I don't know if I can try like any new foods. I like what I like, and
1: I can just, res- I can respect ahead. that. All right, that I can take that answer. All right, so you know you're not branching too far out, but I know you gotta have had breakfast, right? <laughs> Would you rather eat breakfast for breakfast or breakfast for dinner?
2: Breakfast for dinner.
1: Oh, mm. for sure. That's that's the, that's the right well, answer.
2: I really used to make Brenner all the time.
1: Yeah. What is, a- what is the go-to? Like, some people are like, oh, I got to have bacon. Or some people are like, I got to have, you know, biscuits. Some people are like, I got to have pancakes. What is your go-to? Like the one item that is always going to be in your breakfast?
2: See, this is un- unpopular opinion. But I like to mix my food. I get a bowl of grits, eggs and bacon, and syrup, and I mix it. Okay. It is the best. Yeah, I get with that all day. I mean, that's- of, well, people just think it's nasty because it kind of looks like soup sometimes because I add too much syrup. But don't knock it till you try.
0: Um, Stacks, Daniel, you're familiar with Stacks? It's here in the Memphis area, right? Yeah. They got a they got a plate that's like that. What she's talking about, where they just kind of throw everything in. It's it good.
2: Is- 10 out of 10, amazing.
1: And you know what? Like, if you don't put too much, you can always add more to it. It's, it's, you know, you can't go wrong with it.
0: Because you know what Journey's answer basically does? Maya earlier said that she would do um, French toast and then she was like, oh, but I do love some bacon. And then she was like, but you know what? I do like biscuits and gravy. And like, so she was having trouble deciding. (laughs) So with Journey's answer, you just eat it all. Yes. Give me it all. Just throw it in a bowl and say, "Here
1: you go," <laughs> with a side of syrup. I got you. I got you. All right, what's more fun, a good kill or a good block? Mm.
2: Maybe a good block. My because my blocking was not as good last year or the years before. I just started getting pretty decent at blocking. So when you get like a really good block and there's a stuff blocking straight down, and you you like. You just turn around. and You don't cheer. That's like the best.
1: <laughs> you just look at them from across the net. And just be like, what? Well, you can't what? look
2: too long, or you'll get a yellow card. So you have to look Man, at. them.
1: Yeah. I oh, don't. Oh, that's something I, I don't, didn't know. I don't
0: see. Just like I tell but Jim's like daughter. once. It's
2: like not. You know, I've never,
0: I've never seen a yellow card given out. So I guess everybody doesn't, or they abide by the rules because I've never seen. Well,
2: that's how I know from club volleyball because I used to do it a lot. <laughs> Every time I got a kill, I would stare the other person down. Or like if i saw him in the space, I would stare him down. Or like kind of do like a little jump at the net and then just
0: if, Well Dan- if you don't Dan- get if you don't get yellow cards, I don't know you. That was just fixed to say now that you told Daniel that he loves to challenge our guests. Now he's gonna expect a yellow card at some point or he's not gonna hate <laughs> you.
1: I mean, that's that's definite. Like
0: I wanna see yellow. So,
1: so at some point Fine. this
0: season journey, he's gonna need to see yellow card or he's gonna stop being a fan. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right, if you were left on an island and you had the choice of being left all by yourself or with your worst enemy, what would you choose?
2: Probably my worst enemy, because I would probably get bored. So
1: yeah. I'll yeah, get bored. like that, argue. That surprised me. I thought you would say on your own, just simply based on your like, I like what I like, you
0: know. And I, figure I mean, like, that seems i like, a... like
2: to be by myself, so I would probably walk away for a little bit, but then I'll come right back and then try to argue just like add a little excitement to the yeah. island.
0: I mean, that by, yeah, I was going to say between, between the fact that she ain't scared or nothing and the fact that she's fierce, I mean, she'll set whoever <laughs> the enemy is straight on that island. Oh, for sure. All right. Would you rather have a massive yacht or your own private jet?
2: Private jet. For Yachts sure. kind of scary. I don't like boats. They scare me.
1: Nah man, they that don't do nothing for me. I need to get somewhere quick and wherever I want to go. At least I know in a in a jet there's not a
0: single place I can't go. Yeah. It's back that's back to back tigers today. Both said they don't like boats. No mm-hmm. boats. What's your favorite uniform? Purple or gold?
2: Mm. I like the purple one, but you didn't ask this question, but the white one is the best looking jersey in my opinion. Even that's, though the purple, the purple one, it, it I like it better than the gold that,
0: That's why I left it out. Usually the answer in LSU sports is always white. That's why I give the other two as the option. <laughs> take out the favorite and make it the other two that are harder to pick from. All right, last question, Journey. Would you rather – actually,
1: I'm just going to just phrase this totally different. I walk in the room. I got a suitcase, right? It's handcuffed to my wrist. I set it on the table and I open it up and I say, Journey, here's a million dollars. You can take this, or you can have this national championship. If you take the national championship, I close the briefcase and I walk out and you never see me again. If you take the briefcase, I unattach it to my hand, leave it, take that championship trophy and you never get the opportunity again. What are you choosing?
2: I would take the national championship and then and be like Angel Reese and then get a million dollars.
1: I mean, I thought I thought for sure, like you were thinking hard. I thought you were going to take that money and I would have been
2: me like, would probably say like before I came here, we'll probably say the million dollars and then like fix up stuff we need to fix. And then. Yeah, then but
0: I mean she listen to what she said That she talked about Angel Reese. I mean, right now LSU's winning titles and making NIL money. She's smart. She's saying we win a championship. I know the money will come in.
1: Mm-hmm. Give me that money. I don't <laughs> I, I, I don't want to I don't wanna guess or approximate or think. I wanna know that I got a million dollars. Give me that million. You can take it back national championships, you can have it all. I'll take the money for sure. All right, Journey, for you, Bounce, anything you want to plug or promote?
2: Uh, we have a game coming up Friday against Missouri, and hope to see everybody there.
1: Friday against Missouri. ESPN plus SEC Network, where can we catch it?
2: Most likely on the SEC Network. Most yeah.
1: Likely. yeah, sometimes, I, I don't know, I feel like Friday night you get volleyball or gymnastics, mm-hmm. I can't remember, on ESPN, but – um definitely scc network log in check them out what's uh what's the prediction you're gonna you're gonna take it straight i'm, I'm going with 25 kills call it yeah wow. that's what we think of let's, let's okay. go any any social media or anything anybody can follow you if they want to see what's up
2: follow me on instagram journey robinson j-u-r-n-e-e robinson with two wins at the end
1: nice and always LSU Volleyball on socials. Check them out if you wanna know game times, you want hype videos, you wanna see the girls doing what they do best. Check them out. Journey, it's been amazing. Thank you for joining us. If there's anything we can do for you, just, hey, let us know.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. That's Journey Robinson, everybody. We're gonna take a quick, and I mean, quick break. When we come back, we gotta talk headlines.
0: Do you like having posters of your favorite players from your favorite teams? Well, I do. I mean, I'm looking to my right. I got my man Drew Bean from Tennessee Baseball. I'm looking to my left. I got tonight's guest, Maya Gordon from LSU Soccer. Doesn't matter the team. Doesn't matter the player. They probably got them. Go out there and support them from the Athletic Collection, where the money goes to these players through NIL. So go get your favorite player from your favorite team's poster today. Welcome
1: back to the In Off the Bench podcast. We got some headlines for you. And Jim, just so you know, tonight's headlines is brought to you by, who do you think? Chinook Seedery. Chinook Seedery. That's right. If you want the best seeds, if you want craft seeds, if you want nutrition, you want good flavor, good taste with all the right ingredients, check out Chinook Seeds. They are the best. I am excited, Jim. You know why? because I am, am waiting the days until I get my little goodie box from you that has the cinnamon toast in it. I, That's the one I that, been I'm, del- that I'm looking.
0: I have been delivered the boxes. You will have a box on the way with all of them. There'll be no excuses. It's my bus that I didn't give you very many flavors to choose from. You got it, my guy. That's all right, because I'm, we're going we're gonna to do a, a new little little segment every week.
1: I'm gonna try a different flavor until I've tried them all I'm gonna give my honest review on Chinook seeds and I'm excited for it I need, so to, I might I need just, to do I might it just with sit you.
0: here the whole yeah I might just sit here the whole time and eat seeds I need to do it with you because see the thing is I mean I'm such a picky person that the only ones that I tried outside of the OG was barbecue and cinnamon toast I obviously t- tried cinnamon toast because I was intrigued which I was rewarded because they're phenomenal And then did barbecue because I like barbecue flavor stuff, but I didn't try most of the other ones because they're not normally my thing, but I need to try them just to try them, right? Especially if I'm going to rep them out. Yeah, Yeah,
1: for sure. And what what I'm going to do, I think, is once I've completed each individual flavor, just a a, a taste, I'm going to start mixing flavors and seeing what combination does my palate agree with the most. And we did get some, some questions about seeds. All right. You don't have to just be a baseball player to enjoy seeds. You can be an average Joe who talks X's and O's. I love seeds. <laughs> right? You could be someone who's on the run, just needing something, a quick little pick-me-up to fill the nutritional void until your next meal. Boom, handful of seeds right there. all right. You could be a soccer player. You could be a, a coach. You could be anybody under the moon to enjoy seeds so Check them out; you won't be disappointed. Tell them that in off the bench sent you. All right, Jim, we got to get to it. College football. Let's talk Memphis. They had a big game. Um, I'll I'll call it that: big game against Missouri. Two undefeated teams, three and zero, looking to continue an undefeated uh, streak and you know really propel them into the the conference part of play. So. Memphis, so let's start with this. So neutral site, which wasn't so much a neutral site. Go to St. Louis. The field is all Missouri.
0: Um, there were Tigers fans. There were Missouri fans. Can, of I, can I tell you, you interesting stat I heard on the radio today? Yeah. Of the uh, just over 40,000 people there, over 20,000 of the ticket sales happened after Missouri beat Kansas State. I don't doubt it. I mean that's so that's that game would have not been what it was um, with the people there had they not made that upset basically.
1: But I mean, and that just proves a point. Like winning,
0: winning garners attention. If you want attention, you need to win, and
1: that's kind of a good segue into this whole like you know where Memphis is currently at. Um, I think in order to get more eyes on the products, you just got you got to consistently win. And I think right now the big talking point has been you know people aren't going to the games it's they're not filling up the stadium this or that, but. You got to win games to consistently fill that stadium, I think we didn't take advantage of of an opportunity to win a big game that could have maybe this week against Boise filled the stadium up a little bit more that's not. To say that people aren't going to show out i'm sure they're going to show out. it's they're going to get 25 to 30. um, And you know that's that's great but. You always want more and I think winning brings more so looking at the game as a whole, I was just just up and down it was it's hard for me to decide, you know how I I think in the moment I was a little disappointed because I felt like it was one that got away from us that we could have won. I think the play calling at times is very vanilla. I think the defense did make some adjustments, um, but inevitably, like when your offense can't stay on the field long enough, like you, you kind of get, get petered out, you know, that's you You saw that yesterday with the Saints game. I mean, your defense can't do it all all the time. Your, your offense has definitely got to score and put the ball in the zone. Um, I think right now, the The clear the the clear things that I know is that the two guys that they're relying on the most are Blake Watson and Rock Taylor. All right. Blake Watson has 47 rushing yards, 83 passing yards, and a touchdown. Rock Taylor has seven receptions for 143 yards. Seth Hinnigan was 31 of 47 with three touchdowns, but also had two interceptions. And I think right now, Seth Hinnegan, given how long he's been the quarterback at the University of Memphis. I think he's still a step behind when he's making decisions. I think that is is hurting him. I think he's staying in the pocket, not stepping up uh, quick enough. I think that he is just, I find it hard to believe that nobody is open in the four seconds he has to throw the ball. Um, but I think the quarterback play has to get better because it's clear that you have two weapons you can rely on, and you probably have more than that. You just got to get to them. Um, You know, you got guys like Joe Skates, who scores a touchdown, who really has been, you know, an up and down guy, talked a lot about uh, coming in last year, didn't do a whole lot as you would have thought he would have. And so this year, still the same thing, you're expecting certain things from him and it's not happening. Towski Dove was a captain at Missouri last year and has been basically non-existent this year, and I I don't know, you know, I, I don't think that's good or bad, but I'm just trying to understand how you can be a captain on an SEC ball club and then go to Memphis and like you're not even a part of any package. Um, so with all that, I think the loss doesn't matter. Like you still have. And I think we talked about this in text earlier that you still have every goal that you possibly wanted in front of you still readily available.
0: You just got to win. So I, I I say all this. You were playing this week with house money. We said
1: that. Yeah. I mean, the, the Missouri game, there's nothing to lose. And I think on some instances, Ryan Silverfield saw that and did, you know, play, you know, a little risky, um, but also we didn't have a field goal kicker so i'm wondering like a lot of these fourth down calls and things that where we opted to go for it and we didn't kick um was that because we didn't have a field goal kicker or is that because we're realizing well why not go for it we don't have anything to lose you know
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so I think this week is will be a telling week. Obviously, it's more of a, a game that when you look on paper, it's it's evenly matched, and it's a game that you need to win and you should win. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's at home, which is always a good thing. Your biggest threats this season to you know making a uh, American Conference Championship uh, game are all at home so you need to take advantage of that and and win those games so it starts with Boise State to make sure that you're on par with you know other teams in the country that are trying you know in other conferences to do what you're doing. Um, And then inevitably, you know on, on. You know, October 13th, Friday the 13th, you got got Tulane coming in, and that's going to be the big one. But we don't want to overlook this week. We want to make sure we take care of business and and play well.
0: Well, I'll say this. um, You know, I think it looks good for them, regardless of any mistakes they made, the fact that they hung in there the way they did, especially the way Cook played for Missouri. Defense forced some big turnovers. Um, You know, so I'm overall, you know, I'm I'm happy with the fact that they gave us a competitive game um and never got away with them. You know, hitting what was a 73-yard pass on the third play of the game. You thought, okay, we're fixing to possibly get routed. Memphis response comes back and scores. So I'm overall happy. I think you said the right thing about Hennigan, because he made some really, really good throws. The problem is you said the word consistency. He's got to do it the whole game. Um, can't just have a big throw here and there, but you got to hit them all game. Um Keep your foot on the gas. I think the run game's good. But I'll say this as far as the Boise State game, for anybody who's listening who's in the Memphis area, it's family day. They're going to have all the inflatables set up out there. My wife is commissioned to face paint out there. Um, You know, it's going. the weather is going to be absolutely gorgeous. Tickets are not expensive. Um, If you're somebody like me who I'm going to want to watch LSU Ole Miss probably sometime in the second half when it kicks off, you can go down and see our co-host, Randy's wife, down at the bar. She'll be working the bar. They got TVs in there in the nice lounge area. So, I mean, whether you're going the family route and you you got kids, you know, there's all that stuff to do. Or whether, you know, you got other games that you want to pay attention to, the facilities give you the opportunity to do all that. It's it's a good time down there at Tiger Lane. Um, go down there and support your Tigers. Basically what Jim is saying for all y'all that
1: Need me to be direct.
0: Get your ass to the game. Just go. Go have even, a good time. Even John Martin said he's going to the game. Who haven't been to one yet this year? Who covers the Tigers It's absolutely ridiculous. Said he's taking the family. So if John Martin's going to make it. by god got everybody else to make it. There you go. All right, Jim
1: LSU. um
0: They won. That's what, that's what matters,
1: right? So your take was it a good win, ugly win,
0: average win? What what? are we excited about next week what's what's the deal um yeah i'm still excited because of what i saw from Ole miss which we'll get into in a minute but you know a win's a win against you know a team for arkansas this isn't me throwing shade to arkansas winning the golden boot and beating lsu is like their sec championship because they don't ever make it there i'm not like i said i'm not trying to be rude um Last year, it was our toughest game until we got to Georgia, right? They're the only team, LSU, after that loss to Florida State, rolled. Um Until – well, I said, I said A&M, sorry, uh, upset us. But, you know, we – Arkansas gave us trouble. And I don't know why Jaden Daniels struggles with Arkansas the way he does, but he does. Um, I also believe in those weird anomalies. Usually it happens in baseball more than anything. Um, It's happened in basketball a lot. You've seen it with stuff like the Kobe stuff, numbers, right? So – it was only fitting that every player on that field was wearing a three on their helmet was play for three, pray for three. And then they won by three. Um, That stuff happens in sports all the time. And that's that higher power stuff that maybe it was just meant to be.
1: I mean, I, as I started watching that game and as the game, you know, got out of the first and and into second and a halftime, I thought LSU is going to run away with this game and, what what kept Arkansas in it? Was it what Arkansas was doing or what LSU wasn't doing?
0: It was what LSU wasn't doing. I mean their their defense was not. I mean defensive line was getting beat. Secondary is getting beat. Um, they did not look like the team that made Mississippi State look like the worst offense ever the week before. Um, so I mean they just got to be better at executing, but they did that last year. Like I said, they, they only won by three against Arkansas last year. And that was the game where um, Harold Perkins had his coming out party and basically bailed us out. And so, and then we immediately bounced back and rolled Ole Miss the next week. So um, just keep to the formula and, and Hey, bounce back and roll Ole Miss again, which, you know, leading into that, Daniel, I'm disappointed, man. You know, I go out on a limb. It's not even going out on a limb. I, it's what, a lot of people thought would happen. I pick Ole Miss, even into Tuscaloosa, and they've been known to beat Bama. They've obviously done a few times over the last X amount of years. Um, To beat them, um, Jackson Dart has looked phenomenal, you know, and then they go in there and couldn't be any more unimpressive. Like, I don't know if Ole Miss isn't that good or if Bama found themselves. I I can't figure it out.
1: No, I mean – I just think when it comes to games that matter,
0: Ole Miss is not typically that good. Specifically Lane. Lane hasn't won the game that matters. Like he might beat Alabama,
1: but then there's always a game, like a very crucial, pivotal game, and they lose. This was the the pivotal game where it's like, all right, you could really put a nail in the coffin of this Alabama team, possibly for the season, which – what more? What more motivation from Lane Kiffin do you need than that? Right. And and you you can't get it done. But um, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both to answer your question. I think it's a little bit of Ole Miss um, not capitalizing, just doing what they normally do in pivotal moments. But I also think it's a little bit of Alabama finding themselves and um, you know them getting a little bit better at the quarterback position, which is what they've been striving to try to do this whole time. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Um, obviously, it sets up a game against Ole Miss and LSU next week that, you know, LSU, based on what I saw from Ole Miss, LSU should not have a problem winning that game.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think it will. With Alabama's offense succeeding, um, it is going to be Ole Miss at night, a hostile environment. But – um, Not something that's traditionally been a problem for LSU. I actually made the decision. Um, you know, I don't mind putting my business street. Uh, finances have gotten a little tight around here. And with the way that game um, got magnified before they had lost Alabama, I sold my tickets for more than double and decided I'd watch it from the Memphis, you know, bar. Like I said, I'm going to go support the local Memphis team and my wife, and then I'm going to go sit down there and hang out with Haley Jowers and, and watch it down there. And, you know, that's supporting the local team, too, because I'll be giving in my funds for a drink. And so, uh, yeah, because you know how I get into uh, little scuffles with old Miss people. So, we'll just, we'll just avoid it and make, make some money, Daniel. There you go. Now you can put that into a
1: parlay. What do you know?
0: Bam. Daniel, yeah. let's tell the people, since we're on college football, we – I always miss one. Well, we do one together, and I let you make the picks. And you missed by one. It would have still been the same one I missed, so that's not me putting it off on you. That's me telling the people. Uh, It doesn't matter. When I turn the ticket in, it's going to lose by one. And I never would have thought of any of the ones we would have lost. We never thought Colorado was going to win. That wasn't it. We love getting 22 points. It's 22 points.
1: Oh
0: yeah. know. I...
1: Now I'll probably never bet Colorado again.
0: <laughs> I mean, but you know, we had a couple pushes on there, but if Colorado covers, we won the we uh, we won the other three. We should have easily had about sixteen hundred dollars to split and we didn't because they got absolutely housed. so appreciate that, Colorado.
1: Yeah. Thanks for for showing up. But,
0: but we do another show, yeah, go ahead. Showing
1: up, I mean Dylan Sampson, that dude
0: showed up, showed out.
1: Did everything
0: and more. Well, and the thing was, I didn't get to watch the game last week, uh, Tennessee, Florida. So, I didn't know he didn't play, which makes sense because he's been doing his thing all year. And so, um, you know, Randy texted us in the game and said, you know, the reason why he isn't really the starting back is because he's not a very good um, pass blocker and, you know, all these other different things. But what we've seen is when he gets the ball in his hands – whether it's a pass or a run, he makes things happen. Um, he is he is a magnet for the end zone, and so we brought on the right guy because Dylan Sampson has a future, not just at Tennessee, but a guy like that is a guy who makes it to the league. We know this is as guys who see Memphis running backs all across the NFL, guys who can find the end zone will find a place.
1: Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's do some picks. You ready?
0: You excited? You pumped up? I am, because I just saw the uh, the dark mode debut uniform video for Tennessee. It's that time.
1: Oh, spooky season. Which, by the way,
0: that time, I know you saw me. The, the viewers won't see it. Um, Joe Mixon scored a touchdown, solidifying a three-win three fantasy weekend that just doesn't happen ever. Wow.
1: Good job, dude. I lost everything this week. My college team lost. My pro team lost. My fantasy teams lost. I damn. couldn't even win in a parlay or DraftKings. I mean, it was just damn. Yeah, when you include illusion. the parlay,
0: that was oof. You're a winner because you're on in off the bench podcast hosting.
1: That's right. It, it ain't it ain't about all the other stuff. It's about what we're doing right now.
0: But this week, picks Florida,
1: Kentucky. Who you got? Oh.
0: Kentucky undefeated at home. And they're getting two and a half, or they're given two and a half. And Will Levis isn't the quarterback anymore. Give me Kentucky. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, Jim. I'm taking
1: Florida. Kentucky feels like an old Miss. <laughs> they're never going to win the game that is crucially pivotal to making the season more than what it should be. And this is it. This is this is it for them. All right. LSU Ole Miss.
0: Did you ask me?
1: Did you yeah. ask me? Yeah. LSU Ole Miss. LSU
0: L S U. LSU's given three.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. You know the reason why they're given three now? LSU actually dropped after the struggle with Arkansas. So, people, for whatever reason, I guess specifically Vegas, isn't as high. Silly, silly stuff.
1: Yeah, give me give me LSU. I mean, I feel like that's the no-brainer. Notre Dame-Duke. What did I tell you about Notre Dame?
0: They almost had it. I, but-
1: I told you Notre Dame was going to do what Notre
0: Dame does, and damn it if they didn't. I they know just, that Notre Dame's paying for for joining.
1: Four the nineteen, bro.
0: For for joining the ACC football conference, to where you already got games against teams like USC on the docket and Michigan, typically. And this year it was Ohio State, and now you got Duke, who's usually a basketball school, but not anymore. So who you got, Duke, okay. man? I, they they did not let us down. They covered double the points we had. We, we took them at minus 21. They won by, like, 50. Look, man,
1: Notre Dame's going to beat the shit out of Duke.
0: No way. Duke is, man, no, Duke is legit. Duke is not legit. I think Coach K is coaching the football team now. Not a chance.
1: Not a chance.
0: Good thing we're not doing a parlay together because no way I would take the Golden Bumers. I would. Coming off a loss. Yeah, they're they're coming out for blood. It's – give me Notre Dame for sure. South Carolina, Tennessee. Tennessee, man, I told you they were going dark mode. And when you're talking about out for blood, um, you know, they ruined their season last year. Um, I will say this, though. I've watched Spencer Rattler in back-to-back games. Daniel, you know, for a guy who's kind of a laughing stock because of the whole Oklahoma, but he, you know, he got all the NIL money and then doing anything um you look at his coming out party was against Tennessee last year but if you look at his last couple of games um not even just the yards or touchdowns his efficiency is is really good that kid might actually be a baller I mean
1: we'll see I mean it's going to be the toughest test so far so
0: I'm I think I'm taking Tennessee You're I taking will say Tennessee. this watching South Carolina I've watched multiple teams including Georgia run against them so Dylan, Dylan Sampson's gonna have to make that magic happen unless Milton just throws all over it. Tell you what, when he gets in free space, that guy. I'm telling you. It's
1: like Blake Watson out there running, just floating across the field. <laughs> all right, Boise State, Memphis. Memphis is, is given three and a half to Boise State. I think it's for the travel, but
0: give me the Tigers. Give me the tigers all day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like tigers by ten.
1: I'm not saying anything. I just want to win. But I know that you're you, saying that. But I'm telling
0: you by ten. Since you're gonna be there, I'm, I'm feeling
1: good about it. Feeling good. All right. NFL. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get to it. Do we um, have
0: to? Do we have to? I, I mean, I'll, I'll go.
1: I'll lead the misery first. Okay. Dallas. You're never going to win a championship f- for reasons like this past weekend. A team that you should be and don't give me the Diggs injury. Don't give me any injury. You let Josh Dobbs and James Connor.
0: I was going to say, that last time I checked, Diggs doesn't stop the run. Um, right, Connor was having a field day.
1: Well, I don't think it was just Connor. I mean, it was just the run game in general. But what they did is what everyone's going to now start doing. You do you know the best way to isolate? You run at Michael
0: Parsons. You run right at him.
1: Run right at him. You pull guards. You pull guys that are three times the size. Yeah, because he was getting
0: hammered by two guys coming right at him downhill every play. Every play. I
1: mean, he did. He did have one or two sacks. I can't remember, but they ran right at him. And,
0: and the and thing, and the thing was, you know, everybody will talk about their offensive linemen being out, but that had nothing to do with Arizona coming out and scoring their first three possessions. Last time I checked, offensive line doesn't play defense. Correct, Amundo. Here's here's the thing that
1: that bothers me. So, um, you've got to rely in games like this when you've got playmakers on the defensive side that aren't playing or that aren't being as effective as they normally are. Who's the Who's the one person that needs to step up and, and, and do something about that? Your favorite dad. The quarterback. The quarterback has to go out there and go, all right, cool. Here's what we're going to do offense. We're just going to take it down the field and, and show them what's up. And that never really happened, never really got into a groove. He did throw a pick in the end zone. There was what I would call pass interference, the play before that. But either way, the very next play, the interception is a pass that's just dumb. Like, what are we doing? Like, you know, and I think Mike McCarthy told him that he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's not good, not good at all. And And I
0: think the point you're trying to express here is this has been the knock on Dak, right? When things are, you know, he's able to be more game manager or make, you know, plays here and there, um, he does his thing. But when the game falls on his shoulders, it doesn't typically tend to go well. Correct. And, and here's what what
1: I worry about moving forward. So this week you got the Patriots. What do you think Bill, Bill Belichick's scheming up over there?
0: Well, first he's going to run right at Michael Parsons and he's going to they They're a good yeah, into. they're a good defensive team. That's their strength. So and and then the next weekend, guess what? It it doesn't get any easier. You get the 49ers. Yeah, and they and looked, then, they looked apart the easily.
1: Then the next weekend, you get the Chargers which we'll beat them because Justin Herbert's not as good as Dak. That or
0: their coach goes for fourth downs with under two minutes left on his own 24. I mean, that, that, all right, so. You can't just buy no No, no, no.
1: No, so he's trying to be Andy Reid. This is what it came down to. But in that situation, like the risk far like if you don't if you don't succeed on this the risk f- far outweighs the reward but if you get it people are saying how big of a set you
0: got and you know you end up winning that game so there there were three three decisions made by analytics by coaches this yesterday two were I mean, atrocious and one <laughs> won the game one won the game no the decision the decision <laughs> The Raiders kicking the a field Ra- goal. The Raiders kicking a field goal and basically thinking they were going to come get a stop, but but there was a coach. Is playing the Saints, unfortunately. So we're going for two to make it, and the, the there theory was. If, if you didn't get it, you were still only down eight points, and you'd have to get a two-point conversion. But if you got it, the next time you went down there, an extra point would win you the game, and damn it if they didn't do it.
1: Down there and just did it. Well,
0: I mean, the Cowboys, they got the
1: Patriots, the 49ers, the Chargers, the Rams, the Eagles, the Giants. That's their next six before they get the Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks, and what I would say is more winnable games than the others. But
0: either way, they,
1: they, the guy under center has has to be the guy. And right now, like, he can't be the guy one game and then not be the guy the next. You got to consistently be that guy.
0: When do you get your three offensive linemen back?
1: My hope is by the 49ers game in two weeks. But realistically, I think they probably could have went this week, but because they were playing the Cardinals, they were like, well, let's hold them out because we feel like we can win without them which yeah.
0: don't take you, no, we've we've had this talk before you don't take anybody for granted in the, NFL, no. the professionals I mean
1: you can ask a lot of people this weekend about that I mean Jacksonville you know it was one oh I mean
0: I would say Denver but Denver's just since Randy since Randy's not here he yeah. said his Colts were gonna Finishing last place in the South and they're gonna be terrible. Again, they they might sitting, win the division. They're sitting alone at the top right now. All the rest of the teams are one and two and they're two and one. There they are.
1: I mean, we'll see.
0: But all right, man. Let's get let's get into your saints. All right. So I just want to make this very simple because I've argued with some people who made me feel like they don't understand football and really sports in general, because I can parallel this thing to when my daughter plays soccer all right when Derek Carr goes out the Saints first four possessions with Winston before that final possession there was only one first down there were three three and outs the defense had already been on the field way longer than the offense because in the first half Green Bay had some longer drives, but specifically we returned a punt to the house, which put the defense right back on the field. All right, when you are going three and outs, no matter how, because the defense is phenomenal. Nothing's changed about my thought process on that. They were absolutely gassed. they started, you know me. I know know players on our roster. I'm one of those guys who, who knows everybody who's out there on that field. So is Tyler. We're sitting there watching. DBs and defensive linemen started checking in, Daniel. We were like, who is that? Because they were so gassed, they had to start bringing the other guys because they had been on the field the entire game. And once Derek Carr, I believe you – you you know, I've told you I don't think Derek Carr's a world-beater, but the way they looked in the first half and were dominant, I have no doubt in my mind they would have kept scoring points, but they at least would have held the ball. So to anybody who's tried to argue me, well, Derek Carr doesn't play defense, so how do you explain blowing a 17-0 lead? When the defense has to spend the entire time on the field, and I explained it just like I said parallel with my daughter. My daughter's played some great teams to where she's had one of her best games, but when the ball stays on her side of the field the entire time, eventually a goal is given up. And they were gassed, and they gave up the points. And then, like I said, LaFleur had the stones to go for two, and they connected. There were some great catches made by the Green Bay. Guys, some great throws made by Love. You know, I tip my cap to them guys. It's fine. But there's no doubt in my mind, Daniel, um, that the Saints would have won by a 30 spot if Carr doesn't go down. And as much as I've had issues with Carr, um, he obviously is, is better than Winston. But it's not all Winston's fault because a lot of it goes on Dennis Allen. Daniel, Winston can't do anything if you restrain him. If you go run, run, pass, and then put him in that situation, well, you've now put a backup quarterback in, showed you don't have any faith in him, and then you expect him to make a, a pass on third down um, when he's just handing the ball off. So he didn't set him up, you know, particularly well. But the Saints still could have won the game at the end of the day. This is why This is why you don't trade your kicker. You trade big nuts, luts away because you think you got some rookie kicker that's going to be great. And then he got a 47-yarder to win the game, and he shanks it hard. So um, Winston did actually lead them down the field, hit Thomas multiple times, hit Olave, um, got them in position to win the game, and they miss it. And so it was 17 nothing. Daniel, we, me and Tyler were sitting there already talking about which team we were going to use in Madden after the game. The game was curtains. And the quarterback goes down. And, and the thing is, he's out for like a month, and Dennis Allen better – Have Pete Carmichael start letting – if you got Jameis, you live with it and you die by it, let him air it out. And the thing that he didn't do that I thought he might have done that he's going to have to do, which is no different than any other year, you got to let Taysom get some run because, I mean, you at least could have done that and changed it up. But I'm scared because the Saints have the easiest schedule, and I told you that. But, I mean, the way they just played, they would get beat by anybody in the NFL in that second half. They. The thing is nothing's lost, right?
1: But here's, here's the thing, man, like, in this situation, for any team, the Saints are in the best position for their starting quarterback to go down because behind their starting quarterback, they have the most experienced backup quarterback in the league. Right. And, and probably the, the best, I would say, if it comes to
0: winning and, like, time under center and time play, like. Well, and Winston gets the biggest benefit of all. He gets a fresh-legged Alvin Kamara this week who's going to be let, ready to run, drop him the ball, everything. And you lost nothing because you lost a chance, obviously, to go ahead in the division. But Atlanta and Tampa both lost, and you got Tampa next. So, I mean, everything's still in front of you, like we were talking about with Memphis in college. So, um, you know, you lost no ground on nobody. Um, And now you, next week you got to figure out a way – um, you got to weather the storm while he's gone. But with the schedule you have, it's not one of those times where you look at a schedule and say, "Hey, we just got to go two and two while he's gone." No, with this schedule, you still should go four and zero if you run the ball effectively and play defense. Just don't leave your defense on the field. They literally are a top three defense still. That didn't change my mind. Um, right. And so we'll we'll see what happens. But it was definitely defl. It's not deflating when you lose a game to like. A better team right there's nothing about green bay that was better even though i tipped my cap to them it was it was all about situational so um is what it is it turned out to be a bad day but i'll tell you this you told me last week and we were talking about life in general you said remember that there's somebody's always got it worse well daniel when the saints lost i thought to myself I could be a Broncos fan. At least your quarterback's not Russell Wilson. And it it sure could have been. I mean, if my team lost by 50, especially me with the way I talk trash, you know, I mean, my I wouldn't be able to turn on my phone ever again. I'd have to just drop it in a river. I mean, they got 70 points put up against them. That's a lot. And and they could have set the record. They I would have absolutely set the record. Let's just be clear would you when they had a chance to put a, the seventy, the 77 up and they kneeled the ball would you would you went ahead and set that record no i would have
1: just nailed it got oh, out of there and been done
0: trick ah oh, boo yeah i mean what's I mean, it's a record
1: a record that's and, like, I and i would
0: have went to the podium and said like Russell wilson i've been like let's ride
1: i mean if if it was a peyton manning Broncos team maybe but i don't know the that game like that was one of the two games on in that first slate um because it was Miami and it's a regional game and i watched you know half of that game and then it was just like why am i watching this i'm not a Miami fan so i don't really care to see them beat beat the shit out of Denver and plus, it was just an ugly game. It just wasn't a fun game to watch. But I'll I'll, I said, I'll say this. After watching the half, maybe three quarters that I did off and on, the dolphins are a really good football team. A really good team. Um, so they're, they're going to be interesting to see moving forward. But let's do some picks, man. Lions at Packers. Big, big divisional game, Lions coming off a win, Packers coming off of a, a, a comeback win. Who you got, Jim? Um,
0: I really do. It has nothing to do with the, the Packers being the Saints. I really do like that Lions pick. It was a trendy pick uh, when we made our picks. I picked them to win that division. I'm going to stay firm with it.
1: All right, I'm taking the Lions, too. Bucks Saints. Bucks just got beat tonight, uh, Monday night, against the Eagles. Uh, looked decent for a half of football and then did not look so hot second half of football. Saints looked decent for a half of football, did not look good the second half of football. So given the same story this week coming up, who you got?
0: Uh, You know, being in the Dome, um, I feel like Kamara coming back. They're still going to get the dub. It's probably going to be a tough game. Probably going to be an ugly game. Um, I like our defense getting after Baker Mayfield. Give me, give me Saints and a sloppy win.
1: Oof.
0: I'm going to take the Bucks. And,
1: and and here's why.
0: I don't believe
1: in who you got in quarterback.
0: I don't. I I and i say that not you're because you're the one that told me to believe in him that's your but buddy listen from the gym no
1: i it's you got to let me finish and it's simply because your quarterback that was supposed to be your quarterback they didn't even believe in him cuz if they did if they did believe, him, believe in him they wouldn't be letting Tayson hill run plays at quarterback And I think that's what's going to hurt Jameis is that he's going to have to come into a system as the backup all of a sudden, figure it out. But also he's going to have these weird sets where he's going to have to split time and and with Taysom. Like, how does one get comfortable in practice and in a game if he's having to throw in these weird-ass sets where... He
0: did it with Taysom before he got injured. But he was a
1: starting quarterback then a
0: little bit different
1: now he's that's the competition that's the guy that's eating your reps like a little different now but I, I think the Bucs go in I think they I think I think they win honestly I didn't see anything from the Saints I've seen a lot more from the Bucks as far as what they've done in the in the games that they've won than I've seen in the Saints in the games that they've won if that makes sense gotcha because i'm not holding i think i'm holding the saints to a little bit higher of a standard against the packers because i don't think the packers are as good as the eagles and the bucks lost to the eagles and the saints lost to the, the packers i'm trying to like make an apples to apples comparison in the games that they lost which neither of those teams are apples to apples but i think the Bucks are a lot closer to beating the Eagles than the Saints would be if they had played the Eagles. So, that
0: I think that that that's fair, right? That's fair. I mean, it's okay to be wrong again.
1: I mean, I'm all right. I mean, I'm, I've been wrong all week, so it's all good, bro. It's all good. All right, Dolphins Bills. This is this is probably going to be the most watched game of the season, right here. Dolphins
0: Bills. Who you got? gonna think the Bills, because everybody's going to be talking about the Dolphins. I watched that Bills defense. Um, obviously, the commanders are not the Dolphins, but I know they're feeling themselves right now just like the Dolphins' offense is. Um, I think Josh Allen's looking to prove a point after that first game. He's looked at exceptional the next two games after. I think the Bills are going to take it and let put people back on notice. They still are that team. Yeah, I think
1: I'm going to take the Bills, and I think we the the one trend that we've talked about this week are teams that don't win the pivotal games that they need to win, and the Dolphins, to me, are a team that hasn't yet won the pivotal game that they need to win to surpass whatever expectations they previously had to get into the new ones or to cement themselves as all right we are the standard for the division this year yeah this is a game where if they want people to believe that they are super bowl contenders they can win their division and they because the reality is they weren't even the second best team in their division at the beginning of this season
0: right i mean I, i feel like you know I've watched them and obviously they put up the 70 spot and they are three, and zero. But when I've looked, there's only one team when I look at them and I watch them and then I also look on paper that I feel right now rock solid about is is a complete team top to bottom. And I feel like that's San Francisco. Outside of that, there's still question marks with everybody, even Philly yeah and i think san
1: francisco will show us at
0: some point i mean it's 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 professional
1: football everybody looks silly at some point um i don't think that the bills are going to look 70 points silly that's why i mean i i think i think the bills win
0: do you think this is a high scoring affair or do you think the bills defense will do a good job with miami and miami who has a pretty decent defense themselves and josh Allen make mistakes i mean do you feel like or do you feel like this thing could get wild
1: no i think
0: this is going to be a lot low scoring maybe like a
1: 21 17 it's i think
0: and it's funny because everybody's gonna be looking for touch that like people who have fantasy players and the thing will be looking yeah i i i don't think you
1: want this i don't think the bills want to track meet with the dolphins because i don't i don't think they win that um Last last game, Ravens and Browns. Give me the Ravens. Give me Lamar Jackson and the Ravens.
0: I saw a lot of mistakes. I saw Justin Tucker miss field goals. I saw Lamar fumble. I saw Kenyon Drake fumble on what was going to be a touchdown. I saw a very, very exposed Ravens team. And then I seen the Browns, who could very easily be three enough to put all together, but While Deshaun Watson has still had some growing pains, even though he's not a rookie, he's started to look better. He is finding Amari Cooper, Jerome Ford. Stepping in for Nick Chubb has been the real deal. I think, sneakily, the Browns are going to take over the lead in the North. Stop it. I'm serious. You take the Browns. We got, I know every team. I know every team in that division because even the Bengals are 0 and 2. Hopefully, fixing to be 1 and 2. I got the lead in the fourth. I think every team in that division is good. It's the only division I can say that for. I disagree. I don't. I don't. The Browns are 2 and 1. The Ravens are 2 and 1. The Steelers are 2 and 1.
1: I don't think the Steelers are good, and I don't think the Browns
0: are. Dude, I actually like Pickett, and I like pick ins and wide on defense. Man, Steelers. I I didn't say I didn't like. No. I did not even pick them to make. By by attrition, they might make
1: the playoffs.
0: The North is going to have three teams in the playoffs. Lock it up. Not a chance.
1: Not a chance. All right, we got to move on. All right. Give me the check in. We've had a lot of a lot of athletes on the podcast, a lot of them doing big things. So give me give me an update.
0: Well, before we get into the 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 collegiate ones, we got to talk about a huge one. For the city, the big M tomorrow night, people, on ESPN Plus, Dana White's contender series, it is Memphis on Memphis main event. Obviously, we are rooting for our boy, two time guest, Raheem Rambo Forrest. Understand they are fighting for a UFC contract. Our local Memphis sensation, who's been beating the mess out of folks for a while now, has his shot, Daniel. Obviously, I'll be happy for either of these guys, um, Memphis guys who've worked to get this opportunity. But being that, uh, you know, Raheem's a t- two time guest. I'm hoping it's him, but what a cool opportunity for the city! What a cool opportunity for IoTB guests! So everybody, ESPN Plus tomorrow night. Look for that. Dana White's Contender Series. Um, somebody's going to get their shot. Um, let's let's go to the pitch, man. Let's let's start with Arkansas first. Um, they take care of number six Alabama, five to nothing. Wow. B Franklin has two of the goals and. Her and her friend started a celebration, Daniel. This celebration is rubbing on your belly while it's poked out and doing a, like, a fag guy dance. And the, and the relevance of that is they saw a defensive lineman do it on Monday Night Football and decided they want to start doing it when they're scoring goals. And what a perfect time because they scored a bunch of them on Alabama. All right. So, set this up to tell you that Texas A&M shuts out Mississippi State. Grace McClellan gets player of the match, and they do their thing. And then the two of them would meet, and Arkansas stays hot, and they beat Texas A&M 1-0. Grace still had a great game, but nonetheless, Arkansas win. They are the real deal, Daniel. B and them, I said before the season, are, are on a track to possibly win a national championship and put Memphis right beside them. Obviously not going to talk too much about them, but um, they didn't play anybody special. But they have got all the way up to number nine. Let's talk LSU, Daniel. So they had the 21 shots on goal against Ole Miss, a game they should have won. Absolutely ridiculous. Me and Maya Gordon talked about it in the episode earlier today. But she said it all comes down to them putting together a full 90 minutes because they got off to a slow start in every game. Like Pepperdine, they were down 2 nothing, and they came back. Well, they do it again. They're in Athens against Georgia, start SEC – or not uh, start SEC play. They start Ole Miss uh, second game. But they were down 2 nothing, and they end up scoring three goals. They're all IOTB goals. You got Molly Swift. You got Rami in on it. Um, they end up winning the game. Then they play Mississippi State the other night, down one nothing. late in the second half, put two goals. Molly Swift puts the go-ahead. So, uh, she ends up uh, being the uh, player of the week. So, shout out to the girls from the Bayou. They need to put a whole 90 together. But, nonetheless, they're getting the dubs. They're just making their fans sweat. Um, So, shout out to them. Obviously, I brought up with Journey Volleyball. Uh, Johnny Teeler was absolutely phenomenal. Didn't want to talk too much on it. Um, Journey did her thing, but Z showed why she is a champion but we got guests showing out everywhere. Fall ball has started, Daniel. Seeing Dakota Jordan and Hunter Hines hit home runs for Mississippi State, seeing Brady Tiger absolutely spinning it. Um so we're going to have a lot of fall ball stuff coming up, obviously right in the middle of soccer and volleyball, and they are already starting to drop the hype videos for gymnastics. It's just around the corner. Man, we're on a train that's never going to stop, Daniel. It's a uh, it's a good time a really good time. I know you don't care much about soccer, but I know you can I know you can dig some volleyball and I definitely know where you stand with gymnastics.
1: Yeah, that's I mean I I want all of our athletes, all of our guests. I want everybody to do well. I want athletes in general to do well. Um so yeah, I'm I'm excited for those guys and girls. I'm excited for the new guests that we have. I'm excited for baseball, gymnastics, soccer. I'm excited for it all. I, I think of all,
0: things, of all these things, though, it goes to the one that I brought up first and I brought it up for a reason. You know, um, getting to know Rambo, you know, Raheem, you know, this is a guy who comes from a tough part of Frazier and has never really had any money, not had much opportunity. This guy, when he's not fighting, is cutting yards with his just regular basic lawnmower going down the street type deal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's... He's grinding just to make it day by day. This guy has an opportunity to change his life.
1: Oh, he's going to, no doubt. We'll see. Tomorrow night, he's getting it. All right, man, let's get out of here. Another great episode. I want to thank our guest, Journey Robinson, for joining us. If you like hearing Journey's story or you just like hearing us average Joes talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on X. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, comments, ratings, feedback, thumbs up, hearts, hugs, love. We'll take it all. And we'll see everybody next week. We got a new episode coming out. We're going to be talking soccer, but we're going to be talking Campbell soccer. The Camels, baby. We're going to be talking soccer with Lainey Peabody,
0: a stud. Jim, she's a stud, right? Just Absolute stud. Absolute she was requested cult. by the Campbell faithful let's go so this has been
1: the end off the bench podcast as always remember strong body sharp minds grit and grind all the time we're out